y'all. I know y'all hoes missed me. Welcome back to another episode of Hidden in Plain Sight. Like I always say, please grab a snack, take me with you to do your laundry, do your homework, even take a nap while listening to this. I don't care, but I want to come with you. I know y'all haven't heard from me in what, over a week? Has it been over a week, y'all? Well, whatever. I, I'm just, I know I missed y'all. I needed to take y'all. And let me explain to y'all why, like, I haven't been on the podcast recently and stuff like that. I really needed to take time for myself, not only myself, but the people around me. Um, you know, I got some, they're so loud for no reason. Like, stop being horses. Anyway, um, there's a bunch of white girls up in there being loud. Anyway, y'all, um, <laughs> a bunch of salt packets in there. Um, yeah, so I just needed to take a little bit of time for myself, y'all, and just recuperate, regenerate, get it all good to go, all that jazz. Also, I needed to just get a bunch of information. Oh, that's not even a real reason. Y'all, the real reason because I've been preparing for Mexico. I've been preparing for Mexico. I've been buying a bunch of different clothes, not a bunch of different clothes, but I've been buying some clothes. I've been buying some little trinkets, things like that. You know, things that just make me happy. Like for instance, one thing that I didn't need that wasn't a necessity, but I got was a new Apple AirPod case. I've had my AirPods for like almost going over three years and I've kept the same case since then. Y'all, I'm so basic when it comes to like phone cases, I don't like anything like that. Any type of case I'll keep on for years just because my phone's protected. I don't need to look cute. I just use it for one thing, two things, three things, maybe, you know, something like that. So one thing, you know, was like an Apple AirPod case and I just wanted to get it because, you know, it made me happy and I just wanted a new look to it and I don't know, I just didn't want to travel with the same stuff I've had for years. It was time to treat myself, truly treat myself. But you guys, I am on the hunt right now for suitcases. And I know what you guys are going to say, what are you talking about, Jada? There's suitcases all over the place. No. When you go shopping, it doesn't matter if you're going shopping for clothes, a car, uh, notebooks, pens, it doesn't matter to the most expensive thing to the least expensive thing. You always make sure you go to different stores because obviously different stores offer different prices. And I'm not the type of shopper for the most part, for the most part. Now, some things I am, but for the most part, I am not the type of shopper that goes to one store, no matter, gets the item, no matter the price. I'm not that type of shopper. I, especially for jeans, y'all, like I only own at the, like a couple up until a couple days ago, I've only owned one pair of jeans. I'm not even kidding. Like I've only owned one pair of jeans, y'all. I used to have like four or five. Actually, I used to have upwards of like 10 jeans in my closet. But as time went by and stuff like that, uh, my jeans started to rip and, you know, thick girl, thick girl problems, y'all, thick girl problems. But um, y'all, like I went shopping for jeans and I have such a hard time shopping for jeans. Not a hard time, but I get I get lazy when it comes to like shopping for jeans, specifically jeans. Everything else is fine, but jeans, that is my enemy, man. And I'll tell you why, because I'm a thick girl. You know, I got some curves on my body. You know, I got what the men want and women. I don't judge. I got what everybody wants, you know, so I got some curves and, you know, shopping plus size because 18, so I wear a size 18 pants. So size 18, I believe is considered to be plus size. I'm pretty sure. I think it stops at like 14 or I think it stops at like 15. Or does it stop at 16? Anyway, I wear that size of pants and um, going to different stores, because every store offers plus size pants. It just depends on the price, right? So for instance, uh, Target, if you go to their plus size section, their jeans run 75, 85, 65, nothing under $65. But if you go to Walmart, you might get lucky and get some jeans for $30 or $25. But if you go to Gabriel Brothers, which there's a Gabriel Brothers in my specific city, 
I ended up getting so lucky because I hate Gabriel Brothers. I don't like it. It seems like a thrift store to me, not a thrift store, but cheap clothes like City Trends. It's like that type of store, right? If you're familiar with those stores and you know exactly what I'm talking about, but that's the type of quality those two stores are. But I just, my mom and I happened to go. We were, our first objective was to look for luggages, right? The type, I don't want any type of luggage. I want a hard body, a hard case body luggage, right? Anyway, so that was our first objective. We went in there dead set on the luggage. We couldn't find the luggage. So I ended up starting to walk around the store and y'all, I came across a bunch of plus size cute jeans. Guess for how much? 10 bucks a piece. Yes, y'all, 10 freaking bucks a piece, y'all. And like I just said, if you're shopping, and this kind of goes for any jeans, not just plus size, but any quality jean, ripped, not ripped, designed, whatever. Any quality jean, if you're looking for them, are it's gonna be 65 and up for the most part. So usually 65 and up. Now, if you're an online shopper, it's probably a lot different for you, but I don't trust online stuff, especially when it comes to jeans. Like, I don't trust that. Jeans, shoes, and shorts I do not trust shopping online for at all anyway so I ended up getting a bunch of really cute jeans and like a sleep outfit for Mexico I'm so freaking excited um is it less than a week no it is a no it's it's one week today well when you see this it'll it'll be a little bit less than that but I leave for Mexico in one week guys and I am so freaking excited shopping to go overseas really shopping traveling shopping to travel in general is a little bit stressful um driving if you're driving to a place you can pretty much pick up whatever you want and put it in your car or whoever's car there's there's really no like issues when it comes to that especially if you're driving to the place right but if you're flying it's so many different precautions you have to take like it depends like i guess you can't take certain types of liquids on a plane like that's in your luggage i think that's weird of course if it's alcohol that's a whole nother story but like anything else like shampoos and different stuff like that and then the bottle has to be a certain type of size i'm just to be safe i'm sticking with everything travel size um, i'm not bringing any type of liquids in my luggage except for uh um uh and i guess this this isn't really even a liquid it's a cream but sunscreen that's the only liquid that is coming in my leg oh and toothpaste those are the only two things that are coming in my luggage that are like, you know, considered to be a liquid, quote unquote liquid. Even though it's not a liquid, it's a cream, but if you put heat to it, it becomes a liquid. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, guys, like it is so different shopping. It's a little difficult too, you know, because it's just so many different things you have to look out for. And then you can't forget about the weight of your luggage. Your luggage has to be a particular weight because it's, if it's a pound or even less than a pound over, um, you're looking at paying a hundred something dollars, you know, to, to get your luggage, you know, on the plane, a fee, you know, and I just think that's ridiculous, but, 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 but it's, it's for safety precautions. I understand, but I mean, or maybe it's not, maybe that's just a cash cow thing. Is that called a cash cow? I don't know. Anyway, y'all, I currently just got done with part one of my Spanish midterm. So I'm waiting till a computer is free. And until, you know, a computer gets free, I'm just going to talk to you guys. You know, I don't know. I just... I feel really, 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 really good, y'all. I've been sleeping pretty good. Evie is amazing. She's doing great. I started incorporating more uh, vegetables into her diet because she has a nice variety of fruits. Um, and she has a very nice variety of nuts. But I ended up incorpor incorporating something specific, which is non-fat yogurt. Just plain non-fat yogurt. And I think she likes it. I put a decent amount in her bowl yesterday. And... I came back this morning to her cage and it was pretty much gone. You know, I didn't really have to wipe anything out of her bowl. So I'm glad that she's been enjoying her food. She she does get a little picky with her food. One of her favorite things I know for a fact is watermelon. She'll eat watermelon like crazy. But when I went to the store, 
and I ended up getting a what's it called like a little uh, a little plastic tub of mixed fruits like cantaloupe what else is there? It, was, it was like cantaloupe pineapple you know that I'm talking about that fruit melody almost um, it didn't have any watermelon in it so I kind of feel a little bit bad I'm probably and I would hate to go to the store to get like a mini watermelon or a big watermelon because that's just a waste of food um, I might eat it but I probably knowing me I probably won't eat the watermelon and I know my family probably won't eat the watermelon I don't know but I'm just waiting until I come across like something that's just straight watermelon for her so I could get it for her also when you travel too like you have to like consider your pets and it took me because I'm like oh I'm just gonna go travel have fun whoopsie doozy like nothing no thoughts in my head <laughs> about Evie up until recently I have to provide over a week's worth of food for her so I you know it's it's that too and, and keeping because she's a sugar glider an exotic species she gets a lot of her moisture from the fresh fruits and veggies that I feed her you know you can't just be feeding her or feeding sugar gliders in general dried food stuff or you know things that don't you know have a lot of moisture in it you know because that's how she gets her moisture she also gets her moisture from her water thing um but you know it's too having multiple sources of moisture for her her little body you know is never harmful but anyway y'all i just wanted to tell y'all that about mexico it's coming up pretty soon also be looking out for um not be looking out for i am going to be posting for a fact some episodes on the podcast i mean yeah some episodes on the podcast while in mexico they're not they're probably not going to come out until later um probably when i get back but there will be for a fact some episodes in the podcast for it uh for, for the trip um it might some might be explicit i don't know some might be um what's it called some of it might be a what the heck is it called non-explicit but we're going to talk about what we want to talk about i'm there to have a good time and also study um but mainly have a good time <laughs> and uh yeah it's, it's gonna be fun it's gonna be super fun y'all can i talk about the importance of washing your hands multiple times a day not even just because we're in the midst of a pandemic but just in general like washing your hands multiple times a day is extremely important to do um, I was in class and I didn't realize until my professor said it. So I was in class, right? And we were talking about, I don't know, I don't even know what we were talking about, but he made a joke and he was like, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's important to wash your hands multiple times a day. You'd be surprised how people, how many people only wash their hands once a day. And you know, this is a biologist we're talking about. This is a PhD. This, this is a doctor. This is a doctor teaching this class. And for him to say that, I just felt so embarrassed, even though it was almost like if the shoe fits, wear it. You know, he wasn't throwing any shots or anything like that. He just happened to make a generalized statement and then followed up with that. And I just started cracking up. I was like, Jesus, I'm that I'm one of them. <laughs> like, like I am one of them. So and also, I feel like I went to the bathroom and that just I just had an epiphany of that moment. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's right. You know, as much even though I'm wearing a mask most of the day, as many times as I touch my face and stuff like that, it is important that I we wash our hands multiple times a day because I feel like that plays an important role on how your face looks too you know when you get bumps you know breakouts stuff like that although it may not be the main cause dirty hands might not be the main cause of pimples but it definitely plays a part and I know that for a fact so I'm gonna try I'm gonna test that theory even though it shouldn't be I shouldn't be testing that theory I should just be doing it to do it but I'm gonna test that theory and I'm gonna see um I will say though when I used to because I am still a teenager so back in my earlier teenager days when I was touching my face 124 7 of the time 
um i was breaking out a lot more now that i'm a little bit older i don't touch my face as much unless i have an itch on my face or something like that and even then i use the back of my hand to scratch it you know the back of my uh, wrist to scratch i try because i work with animals too and sometimes i do forget to wash my hands after i'm done with the animals and that's really been weighing on the back of my mind and honestly i can say like since i haven't been using my fingertips and, and the dirt, you know, isn't getting on my face from under my nails and stuff. I don't really break out as much. Now, I do still have, like, bumps here and there. But breakouts and stuff that I used to have, I really don't have anymore. Can we talk about what's going in Ukraine again? What's going on in Ukraine again? I, you know, I'll say this. Look, look if, if something like that were to happen in America, although this land is considered not to be my Although this land is considered to not be my land, right? And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the history of America. You know, we were brought here. This was not our land. Black people, African-Americans. Um, also, stop saying anybody who's not black, stop saying black people. That's not how you refer to us. That's kind of sounds weird. You know what I'm saying? That's like almost like saying a black and mild. I ain't no fucking, I ain't a black. What the fuck are you talking about? I am not no black. I'm an African-American. You ever heard some, you ever heard some white person say that or any person that's not black say that? Oh, them black people over there. What the fuck you mean them black people over there, bitch? You mean them af them beautiful kings and queens over there? That's what you're talking about? So yeah, so, so those who aren't white, be careful on saying like those black people over there or those blacks. That shit sounds prejudiced and microaggressive as hell. Um, if you don't know, now you know. And this is coming from a certified black woman certified educated black woman to be specific um so yeah start referring to us as african-americans and stuff like that i know i know saying the word black may not may seem harmless but it definitely has some type of weird weight to it. it's one of those things where you can't explain you just have to follow and listen and, and do you know anyway back to ukraine um i know this land if this if something like that were to happen in america right I know that this is not necessarily my land, although it's become our land because, you know, we, we, we inhabited it now. Um, I would fight for my country and I would fight for my family, too, because I feel like when you're fighting for a piece of land uh, that's being threatened by foreigners or outsiders or whatever, um, I feel like that, 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 that whatever you're fighting for is yours, you know, and you have the right to fight for it, you know, if that makes any sense, you know. Um, so I would definitely stand ground just like those amazing citizens are, although they are, I, I haven't looked up, looked it up yet, but as of last week and the week before, they are prohibiting African-Americans from leaving that country. They're pushing white people to leave first, white women and children to leave first. They are still, um, prohibiting African-American families from leaving. So I don't agree with that. And I could go off on that. Um, I could say, fuck y'all, stay where y'all at, you know, and get bombed like y'all are. But obviously, I'm not going to say anything like that. I'm not going to let my personal views of race, even though that's kind of what they turned it into, get in the way of innocent people, whether they're prejudiced or not, being killed, you know, because that's just not right. But like I was saying, I would definitely fight for my land. Like, I don't know. Like, again, I'm big on the Second Amendment or, or just protection in general, not even the Second Amendment, although I don't see an issue with guns. Now, if we're talking about guns with a bunch of automatics you know whatever switches and shit like that we're talking about stuff like that i think that's very much obsessive excessive not obsessive but excessive what if we're talking about a handgun that you're just carrying around because you know you don't feel safe or you live in a bad area or x y and z for good reason i'm talking about for good reason defense mechanisms not defense mechanisms but defense strategies and tactics and weapons for good reason. That's the type of Second Amendment person I am, or defense person in general that I am, for good reason, you know. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely defend my land, man. Like, I, I definitely would. And it wouldn't even be my land, but it would be my family that I'm protecting. Especially, I mean, think about the people who don't have money to leave. You know, um, there was just an incident where a reporter, a couple reporters, actually, I think it might have been three or four reporters were uh, traveling with uh, natives of that land um, to go and film on the other side of something. And they ended up getting ambushed, shot up. One of the American, and there was there were two American reporters. One of the American reporters died just from trying to capture what was going on there, you know. And I'm more than sure that they had, um, that they, that they looked like they were foreigners, like they were reporters. I'm sure they didn't look like threats, you know what I mean. So stuff like that. That's what I mean. Like I, I don't know. I would definitely defend my land if need be, defend my family if need be. I just think it's a sad sight that we're seeing that you know, people would rather fight in in or people are forced to fight over something that shouldn't have started in the first place this should have been handled that crack that you just heard was my knuckle <laughs> but it sh this should have been handled in a whole nother situation you know a whole nother a whole nother way i'm not big on politics or geopolitics so i'm not even sure if i'm speaking in the correct type of context but i'm sure there could have been a bunch of different options that could have been created in order to suffice all aspects of this of this situation you know, um, and it seems like Putin's just doing it his way or the highway. You know, I haven't been keeping up with it either. So things could have changed uh, up until this podcast released. So excuse me if I'm speaking out of turn, out of context, or if I just sound plain ignorant. Um, but yeah. And then we get, since we're on the topic of talking about like, you know, land and things like that, like, and just in, in issues within the world, um, a city a, a very close city of mine there was this proud boy and if you don't know what a proud boy is um it's almost like a neo-nazi and if you don't know what a neo-nazi is they're just hate groups hate groups that are against specifically black people but mainly all marginalized groups right so this this proud boy um ended up assaulting this black woman just on the street i mean it was just it was a normal night or I think it was evening, it was a normal evening, and this is posted all over the internet, by the way, but it was a normal evening, and this proud boy, this this woman was walking down the street, this this African-American woman, and uh, he they have happened to cross, excuse me, the same path on the sidewalk, and he just, he hit her right in her jaw for, unprovoked, obviously it was unprovoked, but um, things like that, you know, are just crazy to me, because if that woman would have defended her, because she didn't, she didn't have time to defend herself, she she got knocked out uh, again it, it's all caught on video it's all it's surfing surfacing the internet in case you want to you know check what i'm saying but it's all true but um it's things like that that just kill me you know things like that that african-american person still till this in 2022 um is being assaulted um, unprovoked assault at that you know um and that's what makes me say hang all never mind let me not let me not let me not say that before y'all really try to report me to um but that that's that's why i have the views that i have on non-ethnic people and in it let me just let me specific let me be more specific that's why i have the views i have on non-african-american people because even other marginalized groups cannot stand black people if you didn't know that now you know it's like it's literally the world versus African-Americans. That's literally it. Even if we went to, even if we went to Africa, if, if all African-Americans from America, from different places of the earth went to Africa, a lot of us still wouldn't be accepted. <laughs> like we're not even accepted in some cases by our own people. 
you know what I mean? Like if I went to Europe, which is supposed to be one of the safest places for African-Americans, I could be wrong, but I, that's just off the tip of my head. Don't quote me on that. But even up in Europe, I'm still considered to be a danger or what is it? South Korea. I can't remember, but it's, it's any, any safe haven, quote unquote, safe haven, utopia, I guess you could say not utopia, but safe haven is a better word. Um, that's supposed to be for all is not for all. It excludes it excludes strictly African-Americans. And I just think that's crazy. Any safe haven around the world that claims that come one, come all, all walks of life are, are, are uh, welcome. It's, it's a lie because once African-Americans step on the scene of that safe haven or step on the scene of that safe space or step on the scene in general, it become, we become a threat. And I'm not even just speaking specifically about black women. I'm speaking about black, black people in general. We become a threat. And I cannot wait to have this because I am going to Mexico and we are working with other students, I'm going to see what the vibe is like first off. Um, I'm going to see if anybody's, any of the other students are interested in talking about stuff like this, but I'd love to hear what they have to say um, about African-Americans. You know, I, I just, I would really like to hear it because I ended up asking the question one time. I said, is it safe for black people in, in Mexico? Like, just be honest. We can all be honest here. And obviously the answer that I got from these students was, of course, I mean, of course, of course, of course, you know, faculty members, of course it is, of course. It is. But that's just not the case. Y'all, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think y'all know what I mean. I hope y'all know what I mean. But it's not our danger to in the within the world is not the same compared to other ethnic groups. It's a lot more prevalent, I guess. you could, Yes, it's a lot more prevalent. We are those stereotypes that African-Americans have is very heavy within the world now you know what I mean it's always been heavy and I don't think it'll ever change unfortunately even if you know yeah I'm gonna just leave it at that but um yeah y'all I'm gonna just leave it at that there's a lot to talk about I'm so excited to tell y'all everything you know once I get everything for Mexico everything that I got <sighs> I am just so nervous and I'm excited though the nerves are kind of going away I'm more excited than anything but yeah I love you so much, so, so much. And like I always say, thank you for tuning in to Hidden in Plain Sight, y'all. Have a great day, and I will talk to y'all later.